What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Tom and Bach, coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I, I always tell people, I just hope they see a guy that loves what he does. Jake Bakoven. I didn't get any stupider, I know that. Uh, I had never been very smart. Tom and Bach starts now. Hour number two of Tom and Bach. Tom Stevens here. Jake Bachhoven there. You went to Michael Snow's engagement party the other day. Yeah. Was that uh, yesterday that you it went? It was yesterday, yeah. It was yesterday in the uh, the old market. That's uh, right. And so, I mean, like, not that that matters to anybody in the world, but uh, he got engaged, our buddy. Yeah, Michael congrats Snow. to him. Uh, when are they getting married? Do you know? Uh, I think he said it's going to be a long engagement. I think uh, still like a year and a half from now. Uh, but they're, uh, it's, it's, I don't think it's too bad to be a, you know, Go around and tell everybody you have a fiance. That's kind of a cool period of your life. That's right. So might as well extend it a little bit. Is it cooler saying, uh, hey, everybody, meet my girlfriend, Maria? Or is it cooler saying, hey, meet my wife? <laughs> this is my wife, Maria. Wife gets a little bit more respect, doesn't it? It's That's like, right. Oh, it okay, does. yeah, this is a family. This is a, this yeah. is a big deal. Yeah, John Mulaney has that joke. He goes, here's my girlfriend. Can my girlfriend go? Versus, yeah. <laughs> this is my wife. Well, and yeah, that's it, where it really helps, right? Yeah. Is when, in social activities, I was like, well, right. obviously my wife's coming. Yeah. Or uh, you know, when it's your girlfriend, you're like, uh, no, we're doing guys weekend. And, you got to get yeah. bigger. And then you have guys golf weekends and some, you know, no wives on this one. No, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. There are, uh, but girls do that to guys all the time. Yeah. Not that guys care Girls weekends as well. I don't know if guys ever care. <laughs> Maybe they do. Uh, but congratulations to our buddy Michael Snow getting married. Uh, he's he's a big cat. And I learned uh, I learned that he because there's a dog named Ace there, and he told me that he that was pretty close to going to be his name. He was almost Ace Snow. Ace Snow. That'd be cool. I do. I I love the nickname Ace. Hey yeah. Ace. You know, older guys. You say Hey Ace. How you yeah, doing? yeah. That's more of an older guy. It doesn't seem like yeah. the younger generation's not uh, sticking yeah. with Ace anymore. No, they've they've left the Ace. T Bone <laughs> is still in though. That's my nickname. Uh, although it has not caught on. Uh, Nebraska beat Sam Houston. Not saying State. Yep. Seventy-four to sixty-five. They've scored seventy-four now twice 
uh, in two games, one in a win and one in a loss. They lost 75-74 to 74, uh, opening night against Western Illinois. But Nebraska gets 31 points, or actually 29 points, I should say, from Bryce McGowans, uh, who had another nice night. And he does get to the free throw line a lot. Seven of uh, nine from the free throw line. He was four of seven from three. Uh, Bryce affects the game in a lot of different ways. He was nine of 13 overall. He had five rebounds. Like to see a few more assists. One block shot. That's a good stat line. 29 points for Bryce McGowan's. Uh, if you were to tell me what you think his point average for the entire season might be, just viewing him for two games, what do you think? Oh man, that's a, that's a tough one. I, I I think it's I think he's pretty impressive. Um, maybe you know eighteen nineteen points per game yeah. somewhere around there, um, which would be close to to tops in the Big Ten. But it looks like they're going to have to rely on him, and he's got the he's got the ability, like you said, to get fouled going to the hoop. He's still uh, kind of uh, you know adjusting to yeah. the toughness that there will be in in Division One basketball and. Houston, Sam Houston and Nebraska was kind of a chippy game altogether. Yeah. They had a, a few different, uh, you know, technical fouls on his brother for yeah. a rough play. So, I mean, uh, it, it, but that's going to be interesting to see how he adjusts to it. But still, the start he has, uh, and I don't have the stats in front of me, but puts him up in there. Like, he had two stats that were like, only Tron Lewis scored this much Man. at Nebraska in his first two games or something like that. And, Those stats are weird. Yeah, and only and only Dave Hoppin. So he, like, kind of had his name yeah. all up there with Hoppin and Lou, and he's played two games. That's right. pretty good at Nebraska. Uh, it's nice to see these stroke of the three, four of seven from three. That was more like a Big Ten game, I think, will be played. Really physical, really ugly. It felt like Nebraska was playing like Rutgers, Bach. It felt like that type of game. They got uh, Savion Flag, uh, who had 31 points for them, uh, Sam Houston. Uh, and then they had nobody else with more than eight. Uh, Javion May had eight. Uh, Lampley, who's one of their better players, only had seven in that game. But Nebraska's similar. Uh Outside the 29 from Bryce McGowan's, you had Alonzo Verge Jr. Uh, with 13 points, and he didn't have a great night. Six, uh, four of 16, although he played much better in the second half. And I know you guys have talked about this in the postgame, but he's not a natural point guard. But I think he can become a good one. Uh, yeah. it's, but it's going to take a little bit of a shift in mentality for him. Instead of score first, he might want to think in some occasions pass first. Yeah, and and I, I think uh, you know Coach Hoiberg and, and kind of that was kind of the theme post that game. Some of his teammates is just kind of like it's 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 going to be an adjustment. It's it's happening. Yeah. It's you know you know, but it, it's not there yet. And you know you're going to need more ball movement to get this offense really going. Uh, and it's just interesting to me. Sometimes he shakes a guy and waits for them to recover and then tries to shake him again, you know? Yeah. Like, he, he, he instead of t- taking a pull-up, he'll wait for, to really try to attack all the way to the hoop, yeah. which is, you know, a, a lot of, you know, modern-day basketball, you want you want attacks yeah. to the hoop and three-point shots. Yeah. So, you know, it's not bad there. But I think, you know, for some guys, the pull-up game is still there. The mid-range game yeah. is still there. And uh, and he's definitely can shake guys off him and, and get that yeah. almost at will. So uh, he's he's – going to be interesting to watch him seven of the 10 assists by Nebraska by the way as far as if you're totaling how much yeah. of a ball hog he is or whatever yeah. he had seven of their 10 assists right. so I mean he, he also has points where he's he's getting the offense going yeah but it feels like he can do even more oh uh, yeah in that he's so good handling the basketball uh that he gets two defenders drawn to him all the time somebody's got to be open is what I'm saying uh but he's also so good with the basketball that he can get to the rim almost it feels like anytime he wants to he missed a lot of layups. I mean, Nebraska in general missed a lot of layups in that first half versus Sam Houston. 
Uh, so maybe that was part of it. And then he got in a rut probably thinking, I got to make up for the missed twos at the rim, so I'll start taking some some shots that aren't good at all. Uh, in some cases, a three that was early in the shot clock. I like him, though. I like Alonzo Verge a lot, uh, and I think he's going to be very necessary, and as you point out, seven assists on a bad night, uh, where I don't think he played necessarily very well. Yeah, four steals, too. Four, um, four of the eight of steals for Nebraska. And then the guy that I thought was the hero of the entire game, Eduardo Andre, um, came in in the first half when Nebraska was struggling to re- uh, rebound the basketball, and in only 15 minutes in that game, I don't think he played much in the second half, if at all. 11 points and 7 rebounds. Now, uh, that about Eduardo Andre, uh, sometimes he, he comes with the, the type of aggression that he showed Friday night, and other nights it's not there. It didn't feel like, for example, against Peru. It was uh, that dramatic. Well, Colorado was... He didn't look. He looked lost against Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Peru State. He like kind of dominated the backup Peru State players, so he didn't really know what to make of it. Yeah. But uh, the Colorado game was weird because he looked completely lost. Nothing like he did in this game. Yeah, and he was diving on the floor. I thought he played great defense. Uh, apparently, he and Wilhelm Bradenbach play a lot, practice a lot on the second team together, and so there's a bit of a chemistry. Wilhelm didn't have a big game uh, by any means, but he does pass the ball, and you could tell. Uh, even in bad games, he can affect the game. He had a, I think he had three points is all in that game. But I'm not worried about him. He's a knows how to play guy type of guy, so he can affect the game even when he's not necessarily scoring. Um, yeah. I, I just hope. I, I really think this season will go as far as Eduardo will take Nebraska to some degree in the Big Ten against bigger teams. Uh, Nebraska's proven they're not a great rebounding team. That was a better performance on the boards. The on Friday night, um, I mean, they were beaten on the boards, but not dramatically. Well, and it's kind of interesting because usually, uh, you know, if if you have a good team, you're going to have kind of that big three, right? I mean, the guys usually kind of separate themselves, and it's pretty obvious that that Alonzo Verge and Bryce McGowan's are going to be two of those guys. Um, and, and it's just kind of who's who's going to be the step up to be that kind of third big player that you can trust game in and game out. And you wonder if, if because if it's Andre, this team's going to give a lot of people a lot of trouble. I mean, yeah. just that lineup of the, you know the, the 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 like you said the the way that Alonzo can handle the ball, Br- Bryce's ability to get to the rim, and then the length and you know rim protection would have from Eduardo if you can eventually get yeah. him to be one of your top players yeah. would just provide so much trouble for everybody. And in yeah. Nebraska would I mean that's that's the type of lineup that you ideally want. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like yeah. a a wing with Bryce's athleticism. Yeah. A big with Andre's, you know, athleticism for for how big he is, and then the ball handling of Alonzo Verge, who can also score, and then you kind of put those other complementary pieces, three point shooting, or you know, you know, whatever whatever the other guys kind of do in there. And I don't know if Andre's that. You know, you've had one game of that. Um, like we said, Denny, uh, coach's decision did not play in the first game. Yeah. Did not look great against Colorado. So he's, he might be hot and cold. But if you could get that, Eduardo Andre. Start him and play him yeah. a lot more because yeah. the, I mean that guy really affected the game. They were they were getting dominated on the yeah. boards once again, and they put him in. Yeah. He was the quick answer to that, and then obviously that big slam that Verge yeah. gave him on the fast break. He was like active defensively, getting steals, poking the ball, and, and definitely a rim protector. And so sometimes yeah. when, even when he's not getting a rebound or getting a stat of a block or anything like that, uh, he's still affecting the shots and was doing I mean, that plenty. He was changing shots. Oh in, yeah, in that game, uh, he's. When he's focused and involved, he's very good. Uh, and 
You got the added bonus. I don't know if this was for real or if it's fake. If it's if it's real, great. He was five of six from the free throw line. Yeah. Um. If he could do that, uh, now you're talking. Uh. But again, I mean, with Eduardo, it seems to be he's new to basketball. This is like his third, fourth year of playing organized basketball. But if they can get that from him, uh, even in 15 minutes, I don't expect him to be a 30 minute guy. Uh. But if they can get 15 to 20 minutes from him, especially the Big Ten. Now you're talking. Uh, that's that would be a big deal. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get to box tops. Here it is. Busy weekend in college football, so let's jump right to it. The top 10 performances from over the weekend. Uh, First, a tie and a shout-out to the workhouse running backs of the weekend over at Central Michigan and UNLV. Central Michigan's Lou Nichols III, 43 carries. That's a lot of carries. Wow, 215 yards and three touchdowns and a 54-30 win over Kent State. UNLV's Charles Williams not far behind. 38 carries to get 217 yards and three touchdowns and UNLV's 27-13 win over Hawaii. What was that? Remember that game? I think it was the Iowa game. Uh, maybe the last one Nebraska won, maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> close to it. Rex? Where Rex Burkhead, uh, what do you have, like 38 carries yeah, himself? That's what I was just thinking. Man, yeah. when was the last time somebody had that number? I don't think Amir ever got that many. No, that's a lot of carries. That's, that's like of- that, that was the Nebraska record when yeah. Rex did it. I would love to see another game where a Nebraska running back gets 38 carries. <laughs> that's my kind of football. Good luck to you. Yeah, you know, the mileage on you, that might not help your draft stock, but at yeah. least you're helping them get to a win. Yeah. 43, though. My that's a lot. God. That's a lot. Uh, number nine on the list. How about uh, Baylor quarterback Gary Bohannon? Uh, not much of a threat through the air. 12 of 21, 117 yards and a touchdown and an interception, but also add, added 107 yards on the ground on nine carries and two touchdowns. As the Bears fans rush the field twice, as Baylor's right. as Baylor won with two different scores, actually, right. it right. ended up being a twenty-seven to fourteen win for the Bears, knocking OU from the ranks of the undefeated. That's right. They rushed the field, then they had to clear the field so they could kick the field goal because there was time left in the game, uh, and then they rushed the field again. Yeah, which is cool. That that makes it better to rush the field yeah. with an, an additional well, field goal. They in. had a rehearsal, uh, <laughs> and then they did it live. And Lincoln Riley didn't like it, but if that's the yeah. rules in the Big 12, if that's one of the yeah. tiebreakers, it is what it is. You I wonder if it. he he was, you know, when he criticized that decision, 
if it was be, you know because he didn't remember the rule or something like that because that is a tiebreaker. Well, Point. and it also was pointed out to people that in reaction to his comments is that he basically has done the same thing right. a few times this season. So. Right. Yeah, you know, it comes around. We, yeah, it sucks. It sucks when you're on the losing end, yeah, and yeah. that happens to you, right? Well, poor Oklahoma. Yeah, poor we Oklahoma. We feel terrible for you. Good week in college football when some of the teams yeah. like Oklahoma lose. Yeah, and Texas, uh, yep. they'll be later. That's most. really good. <laughs> Mostly Texas. Yeah, I, I, I love the Texas. Good loss. luck in the SEC when yeah. you can't beat Baylor and That's Kansas. Right. You guys are terrible. <laughs> Baylor's actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, number eight on my list: Carson Camp. Who was 19 of 27, uh, passing for 208 yards and two touchdowns with an interception. Uh, but more importantly, connected with Jeremiah Webb on a 57-yard Hail Mary nice. as time expired to help South Dakota beat their rival, South Dakota State, 23-20 to on Saturday. Can we play it again? Let's play it again. Play it again. Oh. Rolling on the field with a completed catch for a touchdown. And then here's how that touchdown happened. Right here. Bach. Are you ready? Here it is. I'm ready. It's here. Oh, Hail Mary. Right Camp under pressure. Let's it fly. Almost gets it to the end zone. Deflected up in the air. Call touchdown. Oh, the call. my gosh. You have got to be kidding me. Jeremiah Webb. Oh, my gosh. Was it Webb? I can't even see who caught it. Jeremiah Webb. The play-by-play guy is telling you it was Jeremiah Webb. <laughs> Believe him. Trust him. It was Jeremiah. He's I've, just not excited. Oh, my God. Did you see the guy? They're running to the locker room, and the guy on the crutches gets knocked down. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> one, one of the guys on the team, he's, like, walking with his crutches, and he kind of get knocked, got knocked down. But it was that was a great play. That was fun. Well, and Hail Marys are cool regardless, but in a, yeah. in a rivalry, it, oh, man, yeah. that's that'll never yeah. be forgotten amongst that rivalry. Uh, of course, Nebraska fans know well, but the, the Western yeah. Catch and even the BYU, yeah. uh, Hail Mary that yeah. – Doomed the start of the Riley That's era. Right. That's right. Maybe it was a curse upon it. Uh, number seven on the list, Western Kentucky quarterback Bailey Zappi, 34 of 42 for five touchdowns and an interception uh, in a 42-21 to 21 win over Rice. The Hilltoppers improved to 6-4. and four. Zappi leads the nation this year. He's the first quarterback to go over 4,000 yards, uh, as he currently has 4,170, yeah. to go along with 42 touchdowns and seven picks. They're, they're pretty good. Western Kentucky's not bad. Yeah. Uh, they played a couple Big Ten teams in the preseason really close. Michigan State, they came close. That's on right. Them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number six, I'm going to have another uh, uh, gunslinger here. Will Rogers, 44 of 55 for Mississippi State. The quarterback threw for 415 yards, six touchdowns in the Bulldogs. 43-34 comeback victory over Auburn. Rogers is just behind Zappi there. In the, in, so he's second in the NCAA with 3,722 yards. He's got 29 touchdowns and eight picks on the year. And none of those passes are ever more than like five yards. I mean, it's the typical yeah. <laughs> Mike Leach. I mean, he, he, you're right. I mean, he completes like 70-some percent of his passes. He's very good. But they're never more than five yards, but it's really effective. That Leach offense is always fun to watch. It's good to see it back. It kind of struggled yeah. last year. I think yeah. they got an upset, yeah. but, you know, it's good to see Leach yeah. back. And probably Mississippi State will probably be ranked again when we see the, the, the college football yeah. playoffs uh, come out again. Uh, number five on the list, Wisconsin running back Braylon Allen rushed for a career high 173 yards and three touchdowns and the Badgers' 35-7 to win over Northwestern. He has rushed for 100 yards in six straight games after trolling just 12 carries. During Wisconsin's uh, one uh, one three start, yeah. yeah, he's the first Wisconsin true freshman to run for at least 100 yards in six consecutive games since Anthony Davis did that in 2001. Uh, reminder: Allen reclassified before the season to join the recruiting class and is thus 17 years old at the moment. He yeah. won't turn 18 until January. Uh, but uh, Wisconsin's absolutely on a roll with him, and looks like they found their next probably four year guy. 
Yeah, the guy. Who do you think is bigger, Jacquez Yant or Braylon Allen? I don't know. That's going to be fun. Hopefully, Yant gets some carries this game. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's kind of it's frustrating. Wisconsin has given up seven point three three points per game in their six game winning streak. So they they found their their like franchise running back. Yeah. Their defense is playing off the charts, and here comes Nebraska. Yeah, and even Mertz has been pretty good lately. Yeah. Uh, it's the bad time to play Wisconsin is probably right now. But they've been this good for four games. I mean, the last uh, they're on a six-game winning streak, but for four of those, they played really good football. Oh, yeah. Uh, sticking with the uh, – let's go over to the defensive side of the ball. Ole Miss defensive back A.J. Finley is number four on my list. His pick six helped cap off the Rebels' 29-19 win over Texas A&M. He also had eight tackles in the win, but the Landshark defense actually helped – Old Miss, they're better known for their offense, but uh, they shut Texas A&M out up until the half. Um, it was 15-0 yeah. at half. They also had a safety in that game, so right. uh, Old Miss defense doing a little bit of that, as Texas A&M has one of the best defenses in the nation, yeah, but Old Miss has looked better. That was a really good win. I don't know if you saw this uh, special uh, on Lane, on Lane Kiffin, uh, but offensively, he has this really good whistle. Like, he changes plays with the whistle of his voice. Like, just he can whistle huh. and change audible, he can audible plays. That's how they send in a lot of plays with his whistle. And <laughs> you can hear it. That. You can hear it even with like 80,000 people screaming, they say. You can so hear he's it. just one of those guys yeah. that can do the, he, does he put his fingers in his yeah, mouth the whistle? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah. But this, this is, you know, you're talking about the defensive side of the ball, but yeah. I just thought that was a good tidbit with uh, Ole Miss. That is interesting. Yeah. Uh, number three on my list, how about Michigan uh, defensive end Aiden Hutchinson? He had three sacks as part of a seven-tackle overall performance uh, as Michigan beat Penn State 21-17 to to keep their Big Ten title hopes alive. Uh, David Ajabo also had two sacks in the Wolverines' victory, so now Michigan's Ajabo is number one in the Big Ten with 10 sacks, and his teammate Aiden Hutchinson is second in the league with nine. Yeah, uh, man, Clifford was running for his life in that game. Oh, yeah, uh, he, he was beat uh, up. He was really beat up, and he played pretty well. Uh, it felt like Penn State went for 17 fourth downs in that game, and maybe the, a couple of those field goals might have won the game that they just yeah. declined to, to kick. Uh, but Hutchinson, uh, it'll be interesting to see, because Hutchinson can't come back, right, if he wants to, I think, Can for he? another yeah. year. I think he has... Another year, but I think he'll choose the end. I know Ajabo definitely can, yeah. so that'll be interesting. That yeah. the, 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 that defense is fierce. Uh, number two on my list, how about court, Kansas quarterback, backup quarterback, by the way, Jalen Daniels. He went 21 of 30 for 202 yards and three touchdowns, also added 45 yards on the ground, another touchdown. As uh, Daniels avoided pressure late in that game, going for two in the win in overtime against, uh, against Texas, he made a tough pass for the conversion to fullback Jared Casey, who it was Casey's first um, college snap. <laughs> so it was quite a story. Wow, and that's uh, we were talking about it earlier. How excited his parents were! Yeah. They had everything on camera, and yet they posted it on Twitter. Yeah, and they're just going nuts. And they go, "That's Jared!" <laughs> yeah, it's it took Jared. them like a minute to, yeah. after the score. They're excited, yeah. but they're like, "Wait a minute, is that our wait, kid wait too? Our, our son's terrible. How could he have scored uh, two point conversion?" <laughs> I mentioned this earlier. Earlier, the Jacks' fifty-six game Big Twelve road losing streak has ended. That spanned thirteen years since Kansas won a road game in the Big 12. That is crazy. That is crazy. That's uh, too much. They are just a disaster. A grease fire, but Leopold might be the right guy. Yeah, this is a big win for them. I mean, he has a Nebraska connections. Nebraska might want him at some point. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I'm happy for Kansas. I mean, Turner Gill, there's that Nebraska connection a couple yeah. of different times. It didn't work out for Turner, but I hope it does for Leopold. Yeah, off to a good start. And as we've said, not so much for Coach Sark because they've lost five games 
over there in Austin. Five games in a row for the first time since 1965. Uh, number one on my list, it has to be. I'm a big fan of kickers. Uh, Texas Tech kicker Jonathan Garibay hit the game-winning 62-yard field goal as time expired to propel the Red Raiders to a 41-38 victory over Iowa State. Both teams now 6-4 and four after the game. Garibay is now 12 of 12 on the year after going 8 of 11 last season, but his previous career high was only 48, so to, to up that to 62 is pretty big, especially in the clutch situation. He also hit the 31-yarder against West Virginia earlier this year uh, for the game winner, so maybe that's when they knew he was nails and they could trust him in the clutch. Here it is. Jonathan Garibay, the boot is away, and it's good! Walk-off win for the Red Raiders, 62 yards! Uh, Walk-off field goals are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not that Alex Henry's was against Colorado, because uh, Sue actually had the walk-off in that game, but (laughs) but they're pretty cool. I mean, Yeah, this was literally as time expired. Yeah, that was was pretty cool. Uh, Good stuff. Like the 10 today. Let's get to break. Come back with... The Big Ten Blitz will look at every Big Ten game and kind of rank the teams. We'll do that coming up next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. 